This is the Empowered Athlete Podcast, hosted by yours truly, the one and only Natty Boss, lifelong athlete, sports dietitian, breathwork facilitator, personal development junkie, and holistic performance coach. This podcast is here to change the paradigm of what it means to be a high-performance athlete. The intention and mission of this podcast is to help you create freedom, clarity, and balance in your life while giving you the tools to heal yourself, improve your well-being, and optimize performance. I believe that in order to reach our highest potential in this human experience, we must unlearn and let go of everything we've been conditioned to believe about ourselves and the world so that we can truly tap into what our divine path is and have the courage to pursue the curriculum of our soul. It's my hope that after every episode, you feel activated and empowered to make change in your life that supports you in operating from a place of alignment of who you're meant to be. Get ready for major shifts and transformation. It's time to dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Empowered Athlete Podcast. I am so excited to bring today's episode to you. We're going to be diving into fixed mindset versus growth mindset and really helping you understand the difference and maybe have some clarity around which mindset you've been living in because they are starkly different. And if you are embarking on new goals for this new year, it's really important that the mindset that you are holding while going on this journey of integrating new goals and reaching your dreams is one of a growth mindset so that you are setting yourself up for success right off of the bat. Our actions always follow our beliefs. And you will hear me say that about a billion and one times. Our actions always follow our beliefs. So it's important that we understand what are the beliefs that we hold. Because no matter what we tangibly do and what we physically act on, there will always be a limit. It will always be capped at the level at which our beliefs allow. So what we're going to dive into is really just understanding the difference between the fixed and growth mindset. I'm going to give you some characteristics of each so you can really have a clear picture of maybe what you've fallen into and maybe what you are living in, what you desire to be in, and realize where that bridge, that gap is that you need to bridge. And then we're also going to dive into giving you some tangible things to overcome a fixed mindset. So what could you actually integrate tomorrow to really start shifting from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And I also want to note here that there can be different areas of your life where you are growth-minded, and then there are areas of your life where you might be fixed. So it's not to say that you have one mindset and that is the one that rules the show for every little facet of who you are, but the reality is you can actually be growth-minded in certain ways and then also be very fixed-minded in certain ways. So just bringing that to the table right off the bat so that you can work with the areas that you are fixed to support them in shifting into a growth. And if you're already in a growth mindset, then celebrate the hell out of it because you are on the right track. So without further ado, we're going to dive right in. We're going to start with the definition. So the fixed mindset is someone of the belief that their intelligence, their knowledge, your abilities are fixed and they're not capable of change. It's that simple. 
we really feel that in this mindset that we are who we are and we're stuck with the beliefs that we have and who we are and what we know. And a growth-minded person, a growth mindset is of the belief that your intelligence, your knowledge, your abilities, who you are, can be improved, can evolve, can grow, can shift, can change, can adapt, can expand. Simply, these are the two definitions. So what I want to dive into now is really just explaining the characteristics, red flags, if you will, of being in a fixed mindset. The first one is avoiding challenges. So this is really common when we avoid challenges, often because there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of fear to the challenge because we often hold lots of beliefs that if I am not able to perform this thing perfectly, then I'm gonna be a failure, my worth is on the line, my reputation is on the line, And it's just safer to avoid challenges versus seeing them as an opportunity, which we'll get into in a moment. But simply avoiding challenges. The other aspect to having a fixed mindset is perhaps you believe that effort means that you're already not good enough. Oftentimes when this is brought to the conversation of integrating something new into your life or trying something new, we take this personal and internalize it as what what you're already doing and who you are is not good enough. Because if you were good enough, then you wouldn't have to effort and do new things. And that's just simply not true. So if you feel that putting effort into things that you desire, into your goals, into your dreams means that you're not good enough and you have to pursue that in order to be good enough, That is absolutely not true. Another one that I touched on earlier of failure is failure means you're a failure. If you believe that you fail at something, it's a representation of who you are, that you are a failure and not just simply something didn't work out, but we internalize it as a failure within us, a flaw within us. Of course, we're not going to want to change. We're not going to want to grow. We're not going to want to challenge ourselves, because of course, feeling like a failure sucks. So if you feel that failure means you're a failure, this is a sign that you are living in the fixed mindset. Another one, which might be a hard pill to swallow, is blaming others for your setbacks. And I will also add not just others, but the, the world, universe, circumstances, situations, Blaming others is a victim mentality. It's a victim mentality that the world is happening to you. Everyone's out to get you. And everything that's going wrong in your life is a result of everyone and everything else. This is one of the most toxic mindsets to have. But the reality is, if you're in this mindset, you might notice yourself blaming and The first thing I want to let you know that if this is you, I want you to have grace with yourself and I want you to forgive yourself. I don't want you in this moment to beat yourself up if you're like, crap, that's me. Because we're human. And this is why we're having this conversation so we can bring light and awareness to this. Because once we have awareness, this is where our power comes in. Because when we have awareness, we have choice. 
And choice is one of the most powerful things. It's the most invaluable thing in the world because we can choose something different. So recognizing and acknowledging where you are with honesty is so important in order to move forward and shift into a growth mindset. So blaming others for setbacks is a sign that you may be living in fixed mindset. Another one, which is one I've been working through for many years, many years, is becoming defensive when you're critiqued or when someone gives you feedback, immediately becoming defensive. Again, this is all a representation of us internalizing and turning the vector towards ourself, saying that, oh, there must be something wrong with me if they are giving me feedback, if they're giving me critique. What did I do wrong? What's wrong with me in my innate being? And that's not true at all. But if we are highly defensive towards everything and everyone in every circumstance, this is a sign that we are in a fixed mindset. And finally, feeling threatened by other people's successes is a fixed mindset as well. This heavily lives with jealousy, comparisonitis, when we're in those energies of scarcity, of that person has it, I don't have it. Instead of celebrating that and we feel threatened by it and we also want to judge or blame other people, right? I said earlier, maybe we blame them and we say, oh, they have it lucky or they had this given to them. I didn't have this, right? When we get into those conversations, we are perpetually putting ourselves deeper and deeper into a fixed mindset, which is only hurting ourselves. We think in the moment that, you know, when we can bring somebody else down, it will make us feel better in the moment, but we know that is not true. It's just a way for us to feel good in that moment. But the reality is we do desire to maybe have that success that another person has. And I want you to know that it is within you. But the only way we can tap into that is to start rewiring this mindset. So shifting gears a little bit to a growth mindset, it's going to be quite polar opposite. When it comes to a growth mindset, people who live in this space really embrace challenges. They embrace challenges. They embrace change. And they really put themselves in positions to be challenged. They don't let that fear of failure deter them. It's absolutely present for them. But it's not going to be the determining factor of what moves them forward or not. They're going to embrace challenges that come their way. Another aspect to the growth mindset is that effort helps you master new skills. So seeing effort as an addition, seeing effort as a beautiful thing that really helps you enhance your skills, enhance your abilities. And having the pride in putting that effort in, putting that time and that dedication, that determination, that discipline, and seeing that as a beautiful gift and a beautiful thing that you get to do in order to become a master, whatever it is that you're desiring to be. Another one which is really big is using failures as an opportunity to learn and grow. Every single failure has a lesson for us. And if we just experience the failure 
and we don't take the time to learn what the lesson is and then integrate that lesson into our life and we just take the failure for what it is and internalize it, then we fall into that fixed mindset. And then we get stuck in a rut, a low energy rut that starts to decrease our motivation. We start to really go into vicious belief cycles that we're not capable, that we always fall off track, that it's not possible for me, it's possible for other people, but not me. But that can all shift with choice when you can choose to see a failure as an opportunity to learn and to grow and to use those failures as lessons and integrate those lessons into your life. That is such a key when it comes to growing and expanding and evolving. The second point to this to add as a second layer is reflecting on these failures, reflecting on setbacks and finding the lessons in them, as I said. So setbacks, let's talk a little bit, right? Injuries. Injuries are such a common setback in our sport. And I often use this example because it's very prevalent and it's very real. And it's this idea that instead of being fixated on your injury and getting in this spiral of what you cannot do, what you're not able to do anymore, the lack of mobility, you're not training, you're falling behind, and just really sending yourself into a victim mentality, what if you could find the lesson? Using your setback as a springboard for growth. Injuries, maybe you were overtraining. Maybe you were overtraining and under eating, which increased your risk for injury and then something silly happened and caused an injury that took you out of commission. Maybe your lesson is to slow down is to be more intentional, is to realign your actions, reassess your commitments. Maybe you're overcommitting yourself. And in your rushing, in your constant go, 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 you get hurt. Find the lesson. Let it be a springboard for growth. The next one is to receive feedback from others. Receiving feedback from others well. Now, I will say, and I'll use a personal example because like I said, this one was one I've been working on for many years and still do. Really knowing that just because somebody is telling you something doesn't mean you have to accept it as truth, which is where my issue lied. It was... Somebody's telling me something and I don't want to hear their perspective or I don't want them to try to fix me or tell me what's wrong. But can you receive the feedback and let the feedback live as just simply feedback without an identity attached to it? Objective feedback based on somebody else's perspective and life. And guess what? You don't even have to adopt their feedback. You don't have to adopt their feedback because you have choice. But can you be open enough, open-minded enough to receive feedback from others so that it can give you different perspectives, different avenues to look at? Because the truth is we are one person with one perspective. So having different perspectives isn't a bad thing unless we take it personally. 
that there's something wrong with us, that they would be offering that to us. So a person with a growth mindset receives feedback from others gracefully. Thanks the person for their feedback, but they don't have to adopt it. You can, and you also don't have to. But it's in the receiving that matters most. And then lastly, celebrating other people's successes. This is really of an abundance mindset that there's more than enough to go around. There's more than enough success, happiness, joy, medals, health, financial growth to go around for everyone, every single one of us. I truly believe that. And so can you celebrate other successes and see it as a guiding light of what's possible for you versus feeling threatened and then going into all the other judgments and blaming and just trying to make excuses for that person. But can you truly open your heart enough to celebrate someone someone else's success? Because the truth is, if we celebrate other people's success and then we become successful, others will celebrate us. Everything comes back. Everything comes back. What you give is what you get. What are you putting out there? What are you giving? Do you turn up your nose when somebody succeeds? When somebody wins a gold medal, do you automatically think, man, I wish I had that gold medal? Or can you truly bask and celebrate that person for all of the hard work they put in for that gold medal? These are the keys to living in a growth mindset. And so I want to transition a little bit. We talked about all the characteristics of a fixed mindset, characteristics of a growth mindset, and now I want to bridge the gap here. I really want to dive into giving you tangible takeaways that you can start integrating to help you overcome a fixed mindset if you find and if you've found that a lot of your time is spent there. And I want you to do this with a lot of grace, with an open heart. I want you to do this with play. No pressure. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't criticize yourself. And in these tips I give you, just taking one of them and practicing it. Practicing it, playing with it, being in the energy of it. Let your nervous system, let your body get used to this new way of being because truly that's what it is. It's going to be a new way of being for you. And whenever we change the way that we are, there is fear that comes up. There's resistance that comes up, which is perfectly normal because the mind always tries to prevent us from changing. Because when there's change, that means things are different. There's a lack of stability. There's a lack of knowing and same old, same old. And sometimes the mind really likes just keep it 
status quo. Let's not shake things up. But if you desire to grow, if you desire to evolve, if you know there is more within you that you want to bring out, growth is inevitable, which means fear is inevitable. So just accept it now. All right, so we are going to dive into five little tips to help you overcome this fixed mindset. Tip number one is to accept your weaknesses. The truth is we all have weaknesses and it's okay. We're human and we're also not perfect. So there's going to be things that we're stronger in and there's going to be things that we're weaker in. And again, look at those weaknesses as an opportunity to improve upon and to learn more about yourself. Are you a poor communicator? This doesn't mean that you're fixated and you're, you're stuck as a poor communicator for the rest of your life. Can you use that as an opportunity to improve your communication? Accept your weaknesses first, because one of the biggest things when it comes to change, when it comes to growing and evolving, is we cannot move forward if we do not accept who and what we are in this moment. Acceptance always comes first. Accept all of who you are, your strengths and your weaknesses. So in order to overcome this fixed mindset, really just start accepting your weaknesses instead of seeing them as flaws within yourself and seeing them as weak points within yourself that are keeping you stuck where you are. They're just amazing opportunities for you to actually grow into them. So accept your weaknesses. And if you really want to go to the next level, I want to invite you to write your weaknesses down. Pause this podcast, write down the weaknesses that you feel hold you back or make you limited or that you've been avoiding because you feel they're your weaknesses. Again, remember this podcast is designed for integration. I want you to shift. I want you to evolve. And so much of that is more than just learning. It's integrating. So this is an opportunity for you to journal and get really honest and clear with what your weaknesses are. And then can you go through every single one that you write down and really accept it? Accept it first. Acceptance always comes first. Second is welcome challenges. Welcome challenges into your life. What does this look like? Whenever there is an opportunity that seems like that might be a stretch, that is pushing me to my edge, it feels a little bit of uncomfortable, there's a little bit fear, a fear that comes up here, can you say yes to it anyway? Start welcoming challenges in your life. Challenges truly help us expand our potential. They force us outside of our comfort zone, which is where we have the ability to grow. And remember, we're shifting into a growth mindset. So we need to welcome challenges our way. Challenges that we are actively seeking, such as maybe a competition. Maybe that's a huge stretch for you. I know it is for a lot of jujitsu athletes that I talk to hundreds, always have fear and resistance around signing up for a competition because they're not, quote, ready enough or they feel like they're not strong enough, not technical enough, or their fear of failure, whatever the story might be, 
can you welcome that challenge into your life knowing that win or lose, there will always be a lesson that then gets to be integrated to help you step into that next level you. Welcome challenges into your life. So here's your integration. Write a list of the challenges you're currently experiencing in your life or that have been coming up and the ones perhaps that you've been putting aside or writing off. And can you, after writing that list, maybe pick one or two, you can start easing yourself into and saying yes to. So if you want to do a competition, if that's been on your goal in your mind for a while, maybe IBGGF is your biggest goal. Can you welcome a smaller challenge to get your body and your mind and your nervous system ready for it? Maybe do a local tournament. Maybe do an in-house tournament. Right? It's not that we just have to go into the grandest goal because truly if our bodies and nervous systems aren't ready for it, it may really, really feel scary, which deters us from taking action. But we're here to take action into growth. So you get to do it in baby steps but we're still working towards the same thing, which is welcoming challenges. Number three, invite fear to the table. I wanna invite you to visualize yourself at this grand table with 20 seats all around. And there's all these different parts of you and versions of you and abilities that you have, and then there's fear. And fear has a spot at the table. One of the most detrimental things that we do is we actually push fear aside and pretend it's not there. We try to push it aside, push it down, resist it. When the reality is, it is there. And oftentimes it drives all of our actions. So what if it had a voice at the table? What if we could let the fear actually speak instead of keeping it in secrecy? Because what we know to be true is what we resist persists. The more we resist something, the stronger it comes back. So why don't we let go of resistance and lean into it? Lean into the fear. Let the fear have a voice at the table. Ask the fear, literally, what is it that you're scared of? Talk to me. Get to know it. Befriend it. When you befriend fear, it seriously is not that scary anymore. You'll always experience fear, but it really dampens its power on the decisions you make. And you'll get to a point where you can acknowledge fear, reflect and say, okay, this is a valid fear. I totally validate this fear. And then also... I have choice and I choose to align my actions with growth, with a bigger vision that I have for myself that fear just can't quite see. So let fear be a part of the conversation. I often, often talk with women about fear. I'll bring it into the conversation because I can feel that it's there and they're not talking about it. So I welcome it in. And I say, hey, I see and I can sense that there's some fear here. Why don't we talk about it? 
what's coming up. Because the truth is, any action that you plan to take from this point out, if it's rooted with this fear in the background, you're right, you're not going to follow through. You're not going to be able to live to your potential because that fear is going to be literally holding your ankle and dragging you backwards as you're trying to move forward because it just wants to be a part of the conversation. So let's give it permission to be there. Number four, celebrate change. Celebrate change. Guys, we had an epidemic, a pandemic of COVID. There was a buttload of change, and I do not need to tell you that. Can we still celebrate that change? There were many lessons, at least for myself, that came out of COVID. And I have a little inkling that you probably learned some lessons as well. But can we celebrate change that happens in our life? Every single little thing of change, instead of being stifled by it, instead of being caught off guard, knocked off our center, can we celebrate change? What are the ways that we celebrate change? You know what? One of them is the seasons. I haven't met one person who doesn't celebrate a new season. From summer to autumn to spring to winter. Why does it bring this type of energy to people where people are excited for this new, fresh start, the change? If we can celebrate that, we can celebrate any other change. So celebrate change as it happens instead of feeling like, oh no, there's change and I'm not capable of changing, but there's change happening around me. So I feel like everything's moving and I'm stuck. What if you moved with it? What if you moved with the change? Because the truth is, you are not a static human being. You are actually very dynamic. You're very dynamic. You're not static. Our brains are so intricate. Our bodies are so intricate. Female bodies can create a human freaking life. We are amazing. We are dynamic. We are not static. So as change comes into your life, welcome and embrace it and celebrate it with open arms. This is such a critical piece to overcoming a fixed mindset because in the fixed mindset itself, literally you avoid change. You avoid challenges. So if you desire to step into a growth mindset, then your choice must be to align yourself to celebrate change that comes into your life. Whether you ask for it or not, celebrate it. And then a fifth, a fifth tip for overcoming a fixed mindset really comes into a deeper knowing of who you are. And this is deeply rooted in personal development. And I'm going to share two things with you that have been life-changing for me. I share with my students and it's really going to help you open your eyes to who you are and your makeup and your design of who you are as a human being. Nothing that you could have done, but literally you're coding 
your coding, your genetic code once you were born. And this is understanding your patterns and understanding your human design. So when it comes to our patterns, these are personality patterns that I will go into a deeper episode breaking down these patterns. But what I want you to know for now is that these personality patterns were formed over time based on our past conditioning and our past traumas and experiences. And the patterns form as a protection mechanism to keep us safe. So why is it important to know this about yourself? It's important because we all fall with one or two patterns as our primary and secondary patterns of how we navigate through the world. And so if you have the awareness of what your pattern is, you'll be able to catch yourself when you're in your pattern. When you're operating from a pattern, which is a trauma response, we are often in that fixed mindset. So you can see how the two go hand in hand, because if we desire the growth mindset, we need to be in a place of presence more often. So if you understand what your patterns are, you can catch yourself and redirect yourself to come back into presence so you can choose growth despite anything that's happened in your past. Again, I'll dive deeper into another episode. The second layer here is your human design. Your human design is a system of ancient and modern sciences that give us an intricate map of how we've been uniquely created and how we uniquely operate as a human. And these are genetic coding, essentially, that was ingrained inside each and every one of us at birth. And if you go to thejovianarchive.com, you can find out your human design right away. And there are so many intricacies within the human design, but one of the biggest things I want you to look at is what your design is. I am a generator, and you'll also be able to see what is your intuitive guidance. I'm an emotional intuitive meaning I need to really process my emotions before making decisions. And I will dive way deeper into episodes with every aspect of this in future episodes. But I just want you to have a glimpse of why it matters in regard to a fixed and growth mindset. Because if you know your genetic coding of how you are made up, it really becomes easier to start shifting your actions and your behaviors to align with your unique code. And this is important because we all process and we all learn and we all do things differently. And I want you to know that the way that you do something right now, you might be thinking is a flaw within you, but what if it's exactly the way you're supposed to do it? All of a sudden it'll open up this new door of like, wow, I'm not crazy. I'm not wrong. This has always been how I was, but this is actually exactly who I am. And there's this permission, this liberation that happens. And oppositely, you'll also find that if you have a certain human design and you've been operating in a different way, it's going to be very clear that, oh, this is why I'm probably very frustrated in my life because everything I'm doing is literally out of alignment with who I am designed to be. And that might be a kickstart for you to shift from fixed to growth because you realize, oh my goodness, that makes perfect sense. So as a quick recap, 
for overcoming a fixed mindset. Number one, accepting your weaknesses. Number two, welcoming challenges. And as you welcome challenge, you can bet that number three is to invite fear to the table to have a voice. Number four is to celebrate change. Little to big change, all of it. And five is to understand your patterns and your human design. All of this collectively will really help you start shifting from being and living and operating from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And I know that's what you really desire because you're here listening to this podcast. And this podcast is designed to empower you into your next level, to help you grow, to help you expand. So thank you so much for listening. And I would love, 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 love if you would tag me on social media, tag us at Body by Boss LLC on Instagram, share what your biggest takeaway was from this episode. Let us celebrate your growth. This is an edge for you, maybe, to share this. But let this be your sign, your time. Share it with us. We want to celebrate you in your growth, in your evolution, in your commitment to yourself. Share this episode with friends, family, teammates, anyone you think would benefit. Because again, there's more than enough to go around. And we all get to rise together. I love you so much. And I hope that you loved this episode. I will see you in the next episode. Bye for now.